0: stop apologizing is out in the world you guys i know i can't believe it any more than you can but it's true this book baby of mine is finally here so if you have a desire in your heart but you're worried about what other people will think of you for trying to chase after it this is the book for you it is the most tangible and i hope motivational advice I've ever written down. And it's available today anywhere books are sold. And if you like it when I talk to you just like this, then you're going to love the audio version. Girl, stop apologizing. Go grab it right now. Do it. you guys after months of waiting and a year of writing my new book girl wash your face is finally out in the world i want to thank you so much every single one of you who has bought the book on ebook or a physical copy or on audio your support means the world to me and if you are listening to my podcast and you haven't yet bought the book you're dead to me no i'm totally kidding But I am serious about how important this book is. I keep talking about it because I sincerely believe there are tools in it that can help change your life. So if you have the $16, I want you to go buy it right now because you love your pal Rach. And if you don't, head to the library or borrow it from a friend. But if you care enough to listen here, you're going to love the wisdom inside of this book. Girl, wash your face. I promise you will not be sorry you did. I say it over and over y'all, hope is not a strategy. You have to have a plan. You have to plan out your week in advance. That's why I meal prep. I prep the snack, I prep healthy snacks for our family. I prep dinners that I'm gonna cook later in the week. I've got as much as I can ready to go. So I take the guesswork out of it. When I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat the thing that I know is healthy for me instead of grabbing whatever is available. Welcome to the Deus podcast. My name is Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll share direct, tangible advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Girls, this is my 14th attempt to record this episode of the podcast. It's my 14th attempt because I have never set up the podcast stuff by myself until today, and I really thought it was much easier than it actually is. I am coming to you now from Dave's closet because it is the only room that is clean enough and far enough away from my screaming children in order to record this week's episode So bear with me for a couple of weeks as we navigate recording podcast episodes before our new office is set up. I promise in a hot minute, the audio will be much better than it is right now, but I figure it's better to bring you something that's not perfect, but at least is done. Have y'all ever heard that saying before? Done is better than perfect. I am... A walking, talking example of that, I would always rather get it out into the world and then tweak it once it's there. So girls, here we go. This week, I thought that I would talk to you about a question that I've gotten so many times. Hundreds and hundreds of people have asked me this question, and I've definitely written about it on the site, but I thought it might make an interesting podcast episode for those of you who are interested. And that is... How I Lost Weight. Now, it's really important to say right up front that it takes all kinds of kinds. Women are beautiful and our bodies are a gift and there is nothing wrong with you. If you've read Girl, Wash Your Face, then you know how I feel about the topic of health. I think it is Incredibly important that you are healthy. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be a certain size, but you do have to be able to run a mile without having a heart attack. You do need to be able to have the energy to keep up with your children. You do need to be able to walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. And if you are struggling with your health right now, if you're struggling with your weight, this is not my attempt. To bash on you in any way, this is my personal story of being about 45 pounds heavier than I am right now. so if you follow me on social media or you've ever seen me at all in the last couple of years, then you have an idea of 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 how I look and it might shock you to know that I used to be a size 14. Now, I've gotten a lot of grief from people when I say that on social because they remind me, and rightfully so, that there is no right size, and that is so true because we all come in different sizes and shapes, but you have to remember that I am barely, barely five feet two inches tall. So when you are 5'2 and you are a size 14, it is very unhealthy for me, I got to that place because, well, a few reasons. One, I never understood how food worked. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But I never understood how food worked. I was an emotional eater. So anything time life got hard, I got stressed out, I got frustrated. And as a new mom, that happened to me all the time, I um I ate. I ate to make myself feel better. I also probably half of my meals for years and years were fast food. Um I just didn't know better. You know, as there's that old saying when you know better you do better. And I slowly learned how to take better care of myself. And it might I don't know, make you happy or bum you out when I tell you that my weight loss journey from—I'm going to use sizes because that's just the easiest way I can equate it because I don't weigh myself anymore. But from a size 14 to a size two, uh, I run marathons, I work out all the time. I don't have a—I don't have six-pack abs. I don't have, you know, gun show arms. Gosh, I so respect those women who do, but I—I. I, frankly don't feel like i have the time to go to the gym that much but i do feel really great about my body and i do feel healthy and i do feel like i have energy and here's the thing this is not a quick fix if you tuned into this episode because you were hoping that i would tell you that i lost weight and got healthy over the course of you know a few months or 6 months or even a year i am so sorry I don't have a quick fix. I lost weight. Truly, to go from a size 14 to a size 2 and maintain it has probably taken five years, if not six years. I didn't lose weight quickly because I didn't go on a diet. I changed my lifestyle. And that takes time because it's a new habit. That you are developing to replace old habits that weren't serving you that is not a quick process so I thought I would tell you the steps that I took to get from there to here in the hopes that maybe one of them will spark some interest for you or um, give you an idea but just know that the journey to being healthy I think is lifelong and I really admire women who have more muscle tone than I do, but I also recognize that there are only so many hours in my day. And maybe when I don't have a one-year-old, Uh, I will have, you know, when I don't have a one-year-old and a book that's due and a company to run and nonstop travel, maybe I'll have a little bit more free time to devote to something like that. But right now I need to be mindful of the season I'm in. So what matters to me most is that I'm healthy and feeling good and getting regular workouts in. I'll save like, you know, bikini model status for later. But if you want to know how I got from there to here, here are the steps that I took. You guys are not going to believe it. But we announced something really exciting a couple of weeks ago, which was that we're going to be in movie theaters. I'm not even making that up. We had gotten so many emails and letters and DMs asking us how you guys could experience one of our live event weekends, how you could experience Rise Weekend if you didn't have the money to go. I got so many requests for this when we were planning this year's event and it really hit me in the heart. I so wanted an answer for you. So I thought and dreamed and prayed and planned and we decided to record the entire weekend and turn it into a documentary. And I am so excited to tell you that Rachel Hollis Presents Made for More will be in theaters August 2nd in both the U.S. and Canada. So be sure and check with your local theaters. Get your tickets now. You can find out more information on letsrise.co, which has all of our event info. But I hope to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a chance for all of us to come together in community to see a movie with all of our faces on it, which is so crazy, but also to experience one of our conferences for the cost of a movie ticket about 13 bucks. I hope I will see you there. Number one and most important in my head is you need to adjust your way of thinking from the idea of going on a diet, which is something that we do for a short term amount of time to get to a predestined number or because we're getting ready for vacation or because our sister's wedding is coming up. I got out of the mindset of diets and got into the idea that I needed to change my lifestyle completely. So I'm sure that a lot of you are like me and you have been on every diet the world has ever known, starting for some of us when we were still honestly little girls. You know, we saw our mom do Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or Adkins diet or South Beach or fill in the blank. They absolutely work to lose a rapid amount of weight quickly, but they are not sustainable long-term. So it's actually really terrible for us to make the choice to do something like this. I don't know about you, but it always really messed me up emotionally because I would do something crazy, like only eat cabbage soup or whatever. And then I would lose weight. I feel great about myself. And then eventually I can't keep up with that. So I start gaining weight again. Now I feel like garbage. Now I'm eating everything in sight. Now I'm eating, you know, binging everything in the kitchen. This is not healthy for us. So really the change for me came when I stopped thinking of weight loss as a temporary thing and decided that weight loss would be a journey, that I wasn't going to put a time limit on it, and that I would have a plan that would incorporate into my lifestyle forever, forever. Not just a short-term diet, but a forever plan. The second thing that I did, and this was so super important when you're thinking of the idea of a long-term plan that you can sustain, was I started to truly understand food. Now, I still am not an expert in any capacity. Like there are so many people are so much more thoughtful and wise about what we eat and how we eat. And also there are a million different opinions on the kind of foods that we should be consuming in order to um, lose weight or maintain weight. But for me, you know, I've talked about this a lot. It's in the book, but I talk about how I gave up diet Coke For thirty days. So, if you don't know this story already, uh, years ago I was a Diet Coke fanatic, like a crazy bananas. Like this was my crack cocaine. I love Diet Coke. I drink them all day long. And I realized at some point that they were very unhealthy for me. I always get like side eyes from women when I give this speech (laughs) in front of a group. So there's always women in the audience who love diet soda. They love their diet Pepsi or their diet Coke. Um, And they get so annoyed when I say this. But this is not like up for debate. The stuff that they put in diet soda is so bad for you. The chemical is so bad for you. Look it up. It is not a healthy thing. And so Diet Coke to me was the first thing that I decided I needed to give up if I was going to try and be healthier. I didn't try and go on a diet. I didn't try and lose weight, honestly. I just thought to myself, could I give this up? for 30 days without breaking this promise to myself. I had broken a million promises to myself over and over and over again, signed up for half marathons I didn't complete, started fifty diets I never continued, said that I was going to do this, said that I was going to do that. I had all of these instances where I was keeping my promises to everybody else, but breaking the promises to myself. So I thought, what if just for 30 days, I do not go back on my word, I don't drink Diet Coke. And I did it. And you could read about it in the book if you want to hear how and what and all that good stuff, or if you want to find out more about not breaking promises to yourself. But the point is that giving up that Diet Coke for 30 days made me realize that I could give up Anything. And so I slowly started to change my diet. And at first, now remember, I'm a size 14, I'm eating fast food every day. The easiest thing for me to give up was fast food. And now I say easy, it was not easy to go without those delicious chicken strips from Carl's Jr. or, oh gosh, a Burrito Supreme from Taco Bell. Oh, what I would give to eat that right now and not have the calories affect me. But I knew, again, I knew it was really bad for me. And so I gave up fast food. And I just did that, guys. Over the course of several years, I would give up something that I knew was not healthy for me. And slowly but surely, without really doing anything else, I started to see some of the weight come off. And I'll do another podcast episode where I talk you through my diet, if you're curious. Um, and when I say diet, I mean the food I consume, not like a diet. But um, I just slowly over time learned to eliminate things from my diet that I knew were not healthy until I got to the place where every time I eliminated something, I would lose a little bit more weight, a little bit more weight. And know, remember I'm trying to lose about 45 pounds. So five pounds here and five pounds there slowly over the course of years, I would say, man, I've kind of plateaued and I wish there was something I could do. And I would look at my diet and go, okay, what are you consuming right now that you're kind of pretending is good for you, but you know, it's not. And then I would try giving up that thing and seeing if it made a difference and it always did. So for those of you who are listening I don't, I think there are a lot of great options out there in the world. You have to find the thing that works for you and makes sense for you. But here's the deal. When it comes to food, it has to be something you can maintain. If you're like, I think the idea of keto is so cool. Um, If you don't know it, you can look it up. But um, I don't know how people could maintain that for years and years and years, but maybe I'm wrong. That being said, here is the absolute truth. If you want to lose weight, it is not about working out. It is about what you eat. Now, I know probably people are getting annoyed because workouts are important, exercise is important, building muscle tone, having energy, all of that comes from a workout. But if you're working out often and you're not seeing anything, you're still carrying around weight that's making you physically feel uncomfortable, you need to look at your diet. So, the first thing I did was think of it as a lifestyle choice, not a short term thing. The second thing I did was pay attention to my food. The third thing I did was set myself up for success. Now, the reason I thought of this idea for a podcast episode is because this week, this weekend on Instagram, I was meal prepping and Whenever I meal prep and I think about it, I will do an Insta story of what I'm meal prepping. And when I did it this Saturday, literally hundreds of you sent me notes and said, oh my gosh, I love when you meal prep. Thank you so much for the ideas. I wish you'd do this more often. And it reminded me how much you guys were into that idea when I was doing it. So again, I also feel like I'm going to do a podcast episode on how I meal prep and why I meal prep. But here's the gist. If you wait until you are hungry to look for something to eat, you're in trouble because you are going to eat whatever you can find. It's why, you know, if you're a mama and you wait, the kids are fed and you haven't fed yourself and now you're starving and suddenly you find yourself eating the rest of their mac and cheese and half a sleeve of Ritz crackers and leftover Pop Tarts and all these things and you've blown whatever you were trying to do for the day because you were hungry. Remember, I say it over and over, y'all. Hope is not a strategy. You have to have a plan. You have to plan out your week in advance. That's why I meal prep. I prep the snack. I prep healthy snacks for our family. I prep dinners that I'm going to cook later in the week. I've got as much as I can ready to go. So I take the guesswork out of it. When I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the thing that I know is healthy for me instead of grabbing whatever is available. The other part of setting yourself up for success, guys, don't bring things into your house that you know you should not be eating. Period. Full stop. A lot of times, like, especially moms do this, or maybe you have a partner that he or she really wants you know, they want the tortilla chips. They want the pop tarts. They want the cheese. It's I don't know about you guys. Maybe you have a great willpower, but for me, if I'm hungry and I see it, I'm going to grab it. So the answer is I just don't bring it in. We definitely have snacks that are feel like treats for our kids, but that don't, um, tempt me. So like, for instance, let's say pretzels, pretzels don't really do anything for me. I don't, crave them. I don't want them, but my kids feel like that's a chip. So I can have pretzels in the house. I could have graham crackers in the house. I could have some things that feel like treats for them, but don't tempt me in any way. So don't, don't buy all of the junk and think that you're magically going to develop some sudden like impulse control. If you've never had it before, hope is not a strategy. The other thing that I feel like is really helpful in terms of setting yourself up for success, I started doing this recently, actually, as we were um, moving here to Texas. It has been, as you can imagine, really stressful. So, you know, moving a company and hiring new employees and, and, and moving houses and kids and all of the things has been very stressful. And as I mentioned earlier, I was and am still an emotional eater. And so when I get really stressed out, the thing that I reach for is food. And I was really struggling with not doing that as we're here. And then I had this idea. If you've heard me talk about um, meditation before, I, I start my day with a gratitude meditation. I kind of think through the day and what I would like to achieve. And I started doing this with what I was going to eat. And I, maybe this sounds a little crazy because I've never heard someone else say this before. So if I sound like a hippie, just go with it, y'all. But in the morning, I think to myself, okay, what does my day look like? What am I having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? What am I having? Because if I can visualize in my head, okay, I'm going to have my green smoothie for breakfast. And then I'm going to be over by gosh, I'm going to be over by Belterra in the afternoon. And there's a Jersey Mike's there. And I don't have time to pack my lunch, but I'll go to Jersey Mike's and I'll get like a salad tub. And then for dinner, I've already pre prepped, you know, that, that casserole that has the chicken and the veggies for Dave and the kids. And then I can put in a couple portobello mushrooms for me and I know what I'm going to eat. So there's no guesswork. So when it gets to be time to Eat something when I get hungry. I know what my plan is. The other thing that I do—oh my gosh, there's so I could have done a podcast episode just on like how to how to plan out your day for food. But the other thing I do is I always have healthy snacks. Always, always, always on in my car, in the minivan, in my purse, in my backpack, at my desk, in my glove compartment. Like anywhere that I might get hungry, I've always got healthy snacks. If y'all have not listened to it, maybe like five or six episodes ago, I did an interview with my nutritionist, uh, an incredible nutritionist that everybody loves named Kelly Levesque. And she talked about her books called Body Love. It absolutely changed. It was like the final step for me to go to get to a size two. It totally changed my body. It's so easy to maintain. But if you've not listened to that episode and you're interested at all in what I eat or how I eat or what healthy snacks actually are, I would love for you to go scroll back when this is done and listen to that one next because she really gets into healthy snack options. I think one of the things that is so hard to see with like friends or family or even you guys or like other women at the grocery store, having gone through this journey now, what makes me cringe, and obviously I don't say anything because it Even this is going to sound obnoxious and I don't mean it to. When you know how to lose weight, when you know what to eat and you see other people eating things that they think are healthy, they're not even enjoying them. They think that they're healthy choices, but actually it's sabotaging any hope they have of losing weight because it's filled with sugar. Things with sugar in them, oftentimes things that are fat-free, they're replacing it with sugar. Um, And sugar disguises itself in a bunch of different ways. It shows up on the back of a package as carbohydrates. When you see carbs on the back of something, you need to think of that as sugar. So for all of you who are having healthy snacks that are granola bars, power bars, yogurt, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so many angry notes because people are going to tell me I'm wrong and I understand there are different kinds of diets. But gals, this is who I'm talking to. If you're killing it, if you feel great about your body, if you feel super healthy, if you don't want to lose a single pound, awesome. You keep doing exactly what you're doing. But for those of you who are listening, who feel like you try and eat healthy and sometimes you just have a full breakdown crying because you're like, I'm working out, I'm eating healthy foods, what is happening? What is happening? I swear to you, this is my story. And the answer was, I was consuming so much sugar and I did not know it. So my body never had a chance to lose any of the fat inside of it because it was producing so much insulin to deal with all of the carbs I was bringing in. So sorry, I just went off on a tangent as per (laughs) usual. But if that sounds like you, I really want to encourage you to go listen to that past episode about how I eat and why I love what Kelly talks about so much and what she teaches. The other, uh, I mean, I could honestly, I could do like 27 things on this. If you want more detail on all the things that I did to lose the weight, what I did to maintain the weight, or if you honestly just want to creep on pictures of me as a size 14, then you can go over to the blog, thechicsite.com. Today, when this Podcast goes live, it will be the featured uh, story over on the homepage. So you can go check it out and read all the things I did. I talk about finding a buddy. I talk about um, how I plan things out. I talk about my exercise regimen and what I did there. There's a lot of really helpful information, but I just thought I would give you a broad overview and tell you, you know, hey, sis, if this is you, you know yourself. You know if you're being too hard on yourself. You know if You are beating yourself up mentally because you, that's the only thing that you know how to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some of us are just abusing ourselves with horrible, hateful words in our minds because that's the only thing we know how to do. So this is about self-love. Caring for your body, wanting to lose weight, wanting to feel better is not a punishment for the things that you have done wrong. It is a celebration of this absolute blessing that you have been given in your body. No matter where you are in your journey, no matter where you are with your health, I promise you that there is someone right now in the world praying for the kind of blessing that you have with your body. So stop beating yourself up. Start celebrating what you have been given and take care of it. Because it is the only body you are ever going to have. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that even though it was done in the closet and I kind of went off on some tangents, it gave you a little bit more information to start asking your own questions about how you can make change. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on Instagram and I would love it if you would DM and tell me what podcast episode you'd love to hear. If you have a second, I would super appreciate if you would subscribe to this podcast and give it a review. Every week I like to do a listener review and I would love to include yours. Would you take five quick minutes and just tell people what you think? It is how new listeners decide whether or not they should give the podcast a chance. I hope you have an awesome week. I hope you remember how beautiful and wonderful and blessed you are. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. Hey, you guys. If you like the Rise or Rise Together podcast, you're going to love my monthly live coaching series. What did you just say? I'm doing a coaching series. I'm I'm like your favorite coach. But with hair extensions and eyelash extensions and a pension for Beyonce. What kind of coaching? Are you coaching? Okay, thank you for asking. There's actually two different classes. One is life coaching. Those are for people who want to work on their relationship, their health, their personal, all the personal stuff. And then there's something I'm really excited about, business coaching. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I'm really proud of the company that I've built, and I want to share that wisdom with you. So if you own a small business and you want to dig into how to do social media, how to find new clients, how to grow your revenue base. This is how we're going to do it. I bet they can get more info at thehollisco.com. You sure are right, buddy. You can watch videos about what the coaching series is all about, how you join in, and what is included with your membership.